and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning live on my talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jason Matheson and joining me every single day when she's not trying to convince a senator's daughter to get in her unmarked van. Ladies and gentlemen, put the lotion in the basket. It's Alexis Thompson. <laughs> good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, Bunny. And good morning, Holly Roberts. Why is there free candy on the side? How could she resist? <laughs> I know, seriously. Good morning, all of you. It's Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your life. Welcome to midweek. Welcome to Ice Cream Day. Welcome to National Cocoa Day. The drink, not the fabulous Disney Pixar movie. Welcome to Cream Cheese Frosting Day. Welcome to National Day of the Horse. Please celebrate a stallion. Cool. Welcome to National Popcorn String Day. Speaking of strings, welcome to National Violin Day. Welcome to Pick a Pathologist Day. It's Holly's favorite day. Uh huh. And welcome to your very first sip of coffee. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Shantae, you stay. Cheers. Thanks, Rue. Thanks, Rue. Cheers. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's so good. It's unbelievable. Not today, Satan. Not today. Thank you. Mm. (laughs) There we are. We're so glad you're here, everybody. Welcome to the show. Lex, how you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I can sense. That's why I asked. Yeah, you know, I just heard some really sad news yesterday, and um, it's a lo- it's local news, making national news, um, about a local comedian and 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 friend of mine actually, oh, um, who who was killed in Colombia. Oh, 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 my goodness. Yeah. So you know, yeah, I, I've been thinking about him, and and uh, his family and the Hmong community at large here because he's really a hero among them, and um, someone here who. Um, Really made a difference in our community. Um, this is, I'm talking about Tu Zhang. He was killed in um, Colombia. He was on vacation with um, some friends and met someone on social media, went on a date on Sunday night and was kidnapped. And uh, they sent his family a ransom. They wanted $2,000 and then killed him the next day. Oh, my goodness. I know. This is a lot to start with. I'm so sorry, but you asked. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the story Uh, is in the Star Tribune today. Yeah, it's, um, you know, he's going to spend the holidays there. And um, uh, I guess that's something that's been happening a lot in Colombia. And um, so, yeah, he... He was it's a comedian just, here, It's Lex? kind of shocking. Yeah, he's an activist, a comedian. Um, when he first started his career, my mom uh, was a local um, principal. Yeah. And um, she would have him, he would do workshops with teachers and the students, and and uh, it was very dynamic, funny, um, very physical comedy, um, but he would bring his culture, his Hmong culture, and, and um, you know, teach everyone, you know what they do, but then, but in a fun way. So it's just yeah. a great educational experience and uh, just a really dynamic person. And I remember um, seeing him in action, and um, and I know he was con- he's continued that work since. Um, yeah. And um, wow, you know, I, I guess it's just <laughs> you. Uh, my husband, a friend of his, um, well, actually, a local journalist, 
posted on his Facebook page. And he was like, wow, look what, well, look what happened in Columbia. And then I was like, wait, that's Tu Zhong. Like, what? And he's only 50 years old. I was just going to ask if you, I was going to say, how, how old was he? Yeah, 50. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Went on a date. Uh, you know, that could have been a setup. I, you know, I'm not, you know, sure of all the details. And then they, I guess he was pushed down oh, some stairs and then stabbed. And oh, my gosh. So anyway, oh, that's he's been on my mind. Um, So. Oh, yeah, there it is. In love. Say uh, front page of uh, the Star Tribune dot com. Yeah. Under local. It's just devastating. He, he's oh, really an awesome, awesome person. Oh, yeah, they're, the picture that they have is from a, a diversity program at a high school in 2002. And you've yeah. known him you've known him for that long, haven't you? Lex? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my, oh, gosh. Yeah, it, it, probably around there. Um, because I when I came back from college, my mom had started to um, have him work, do workshops at her school. He went mm-hmm. to Carleton College. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, the moment you said that, I just saw that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and to, again, um, not to uh, add another layer of of horribleness to this, but you're right, Lex. This is, according to the Star Tribune, three American tourists have been murdered in just the last month. And just ransom. the last month. Requested from the family. Same mm-hmm. scenario. I don't know if it was a date, but definitely, yes, being kidnapped. Yeah, 35, 35 people have been abducted abducted in the first few months of 2022. Obviously, they don't have the stats for this year, but uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Lex. Oh, yeah. I, I'm very yeah, I, sorry, Lex. Wow. Well, oh. I, I really am feeling for his family and, yeah. of course, the Hmong community. He started Hmong Minnesota Day. He did? Yeah, at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh He's just goodness. a pivotal person in, you know, just, just our local area. So, oh. yeah. anyway, how are when, you when, doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, did you, when did you find out, sweetie? Well, um, uh, my husband last night. Last night, uh, okay. I thought yeah, that's, yeah. Um, saw it on, like, a Facebook. Like, they, you know, they posted um, this, the Star Tribune story. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it just, whew. Oh my god. You know, it just hits hard. Yeah. Cause you it's one of those things where um even in this goofy business, you know, we don't really cover the news, but we read headlines. you know, the three of us, we 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 read headlines. We have so when you see somebody in that headline, I get what you mean, Lex. It's yeah. it's jarring. It's like, oh wait, 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 what what? Yeah. <laughs> we we scan headlines every day of our life, and then when you know somebody behind one of those headlines. It knocks you back. Yeah, it sure it does. Knocks you on your your heels. Yeah, well, actually, real- it was Ruben Rosario who posted it from the from the Pioneer Press. Oh, okay, and, you know, my yeah, on him. They're they're buddies, and he saw that, and he just showed it to me. And I thought, oh, wait a yeah. second, you know, yeah, you're right. It just yeah, yeah it just knocks hits. you back on your heels. It really does. So, oh, yeah, it's one of those things where you have to read it a couple times. You're like, wait, wait, no, 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 that that can't be that name. No, yeah. it can't be him. Then well, it I is. Than to die that way, it's just oh, oh. horrible, absolutely horrible. And, it's, and for two thousand dollars, I just... okay, that's yeah, just awful, oh. uh, awful and unnecessary. And oh, I'm very, very sorry, Lex. Oh. And to any family and friends that are listening, and like you said, to the entire Hmong community, we're sending our love. Which 
I know it seems hollow, but uh, it's it's heartfelt. So yeah, let's do this. Let's take a okay. break. Uh, <laughs> yeah. let's take- I want to know how you guys are doing as well. Yeah, I- no, my God, don't uh, please, please. It's a great thing about our show. It is we we say what's what's happening. So yeah, we're gonna take a break, and uh, we'll be Jason and Alexis in the morning live on my talk. Everything entertainment, everything in sync. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Thanks so hey much girl, for being hey. here. Hey, girl, hi. Oh, Lord. Oh, he's back. Oh, my God, he's back. Michael's <laughs> back, everybody. Hi, Michael. We're glad you're here. Thanks, Michael. Okay. From it's, a distance. Uh, from a distance. From, from a, a very, very, very far distance. distance. Very very far, uh, but we're glad you're here, Michael. I'm that sorry. is so stupid. I'm hey, sorry, Michael. you're the one hey. who showed up. That's right. You're here. You're interrupting oh. our show, Michael, not the other way around. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, we've affected change many times oh. over the years on our show. We got, we, um, we proudly uh, convinced Dunkin' Donuts to come back into the Twin Cities market. We did that. You're right. We did that. Uh-huh. Um, We've done other things too. We just can never remember what we've done. But <laughs> that we've um, taken credit for. <laughs> that we've taken credit for. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm going to take credit for this next one. Uh, this has been a few. My husband reminded me this has been a few weeks, but I I, I don't care. We're very busy. We don't. Uh, things get past us. Yeah. Taco Bell has brought back the double ducker taco. Thank you. Thank you. That is so stupid. Oh. Michael, nobody asked you. Wait, um, that is a double decker taco. Yeah I, yeah, I forgot as well. What? I know. Oh, my say, God. I, it is coming back to me that you liked it, but is that oh, the hard shell with the soft shell with the beans in the middle? That's what it is, Lex. Okay. You didn't forget. Okay. That's what it is. It is a, uh, oh, God, it's so good. The double decker taco is what you think it is. It is. A uh, normal taco, but you can get a Supreme. I would advise that. Um, like now, a normal there's crunchy taco. A no more normal crunchy taco. And then they slather the hard shell with refried beans uh, and a little cheese. And then they put a uh, soft shell around the hard shell. Mm. It is so good. It is so delicious. It needed to come back. And now it's back. Thank you. Thank you very much, Taco Bell. Now, it is a limited time only, which I think is a travesty. Just put it back on the menu. Everything this is, ridiculous. is a limited time only. I know. This is ridiculous. You, you can't make ribeyes everything. No. Just, can't you just say, can you add an extra? Can you just put a soft shell around it? Yeah, you need to find a friend who works at Taco Bell. Oh, and I then, have a friend. And then they will just be able to make all those hacks. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a friend. She works at the Broadway in North Minneapolis. She works at the Broadway North Minneapolis right off of 94. Um, she cracks me up. She's always asking me to put her on the show, on the Jason show, or take her to Disney World. Um, she has no she has no qualms of just flat out asking for what she wants. She'll hand me back my credit card when I'm paying. She was, hey, when are you going to take me to Disney? I'm like, I, 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 well, I'll get in the car. I, I don't, you know, I love her. Oh, God, I love her. Um... But yeah, she could probably hook me up even when this goes away. Yeah. But if you've never had one, they yeah, just make me happy. Oh god. Clearly Holly hasn't either. No. I just kind of stick with the tried and true taco. Hey, well, is that this... is that Taco Bell order. Yeah. You don't stray. Yeah, I mean they I know, just Holly, use the but... same, you know, 12 ingredients and they just, you know, 
That's fine, though. Add a, well, it's, it's not. A, it's great. It's smart yeah, for them to do that. Very smart. So um, what's the what would be the problem of keeping it on the menu? I don't know. I got to ask the Taco Bell people. Like, Sounds why like can't you adding just, something? No, that's you, uh, like uh, like something new. You know, like yeah. the ribs. Yeah, you have all of these things. You have all of these yeah. things. And I'm looking. It's not bad calorie wise. Um, it's three ten. So you know, yeah, and it yeah. can fill you up. It can fill you up. Yeah, what do you think about that, Michael? Good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> he does have a question, though. He does. Does it smell good enough for you in there? It does. <laughs> My oh. cologne's real good today. Uh-huh. I'm smelling real good. Oh, I mm-hmm. thought you were talking about the tacos. <laughs> <laughs> or, or my taco. Yeah. My taco smells real good. Good. Oh. <laughs> Not disgusting. But anyway. Um, so you're going to uh, get this, of course, right? Is oh, that- of course I am. Oh, yeah. before it goes. This is, this, this was part, well, Holly, you mentioned it. This was part of my Taco Bell order. Before it went away, uh, the double-decker taco was part of my TB equation, my border equation. I would get this and then maybe like a um, uh, refried bean, the uh, the bean burrito. Because mm. those two things, they're filling. Yeah. Now, I could get a third, and then I would do like a Doritos Locos taco. But that's if I'm real hungry. Yeah. But the double-decker and the refried bean or the bean burrito... That'll do me, pig. That'll do me, babe. Yep. Nice. That's real. That's some good eating right there. That's some good eating. So Taco Bell, thank you from mm. your friend Jason. I greatly appreciate you bringing the double-decker taco back. <laughs> I have well, a beverage that you could drink with that if you like. Was just, I was just going to say, what? Uh, there's a new liquor yeah, that would there go is. well with this. Yeah, speaking of Doritos Loco Tacos, you you like the Doritos. This is the nacho cheese brand. I love, right? Oh yeah, I love I love Doritos. That's superior, even over um, Cool Ranch. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like Cool Ranch though, but yeah. Well, what do you think about a nacho cheese spirit? There's a limited release of Empirical X Doritos Nacho Cheese Spirit. Now they're saying it's not a gin, it's not a vodka, but it is a liquor that tastes like Doritos. No. And smells like it too. <laughs> Ew. No. That's nasty. That's no. No. <laughs> no. Ew. Get the water bottle. No, go away, Doritos. No, go yeah. away. They can't even tell you what kind of liquor it is because, oh, I don't even want to ask a follow-up question on that. Is there any more information yeah. on that, Alexis? There's not a typical liquor base, as they say. It's Ew. described as uncategorized. <laughs> Which I'm like, no. how is that? No. And then I automatically think of like ground up chips just like floating in your in your beverage. That's disgusting. But they don't do that. What they do is they extract from real tri- chips through vacuum distilli- distillation, which preserves that original flavor. No. Now, you can pre-order it starting today. How much would you pay <laughs> for a bottle of, or would you think the price tag would be for a bottle of this Doritos spirit? $9.99. Okay. $29.95. Oh, you're both grossly under. What? Yes. $65 for a oh, bottle. No. Bite me. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. Now, we- <laughs> Alexis. Yes. Ollie. Would you drink this Doritos spirit? I'm curious enough to, t- to try it. Oh. You know now, she would. 
Yeah. Oh, oh I would try this. What would Absolutely. You drink it in a Bloody Mary? Would you drink it on the rocks? What would you do with it? Well, it looks to me that in their like pub pictures of this, it looks like there's it's in a brown soda because it's a clear liquor. Oh, that's even Which worse. I don't. That sounds <laughs> terrible. Oh. So I don't know <laughs> what I'd mix it with. I might just take a little swig. Oh. Acid and just yeah, <laughs> and just see you Rubbing know alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> so disgusting. Plain mouthwash. Ooh, well here's oh. here. Uh, wow, the the folks have provided us a few mixed beverage recipes. Oh. Okay, what are they suggesting? The empiric empirical Doritos nacho cheese spirit, the double triangle margarita. Ooh, okay. All right, I might be on board with a margarita. One ounce of the nacho cheese spirit, okay. white tequila, lime juice, and agave syrup. <laughs> okay, you know? No, Lex, no. I didn't no. think of the margarita treatment for that. No. Oh, how about the Doritos Bangarang? Ooh, what's two, that? Two ounces of Dorito nacho cheese spirit. <laughs> One pinch of smoked sea salt, one squeeze of fresh grapefruit topped with Pepsi. Okay, that's the one I saw the picture of then. The bangerang. The bangerang. Oh, you had me until Pepsi. Uh, Even Rufio would be like, nope, not even in my imagination. (laughs) From Hook, not even going to manifest this. Not going to happen. Bangerang is what I call my annual Christmas party. I hope you're not serving these. No, maybe uh-uh. it was last night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, gross! No, that's vile. That's absolutely vile. I'm not. No, I'm not doing any. You're of not that. getting this. No. But if it was at a party, no. Someone brought it. You wouldn't try it. Nope. Oh, that's man. disgusting. I'm so curious. Give, give, give me just normal vodka. I don't even like flavored vodka. Stop with your cotton candy. Stop. <laughs> Stop with the peppermint vodka or the coconut vodka or the licorice vodka. Just give me some Ooh, good old fashioned. Good. No, no, Stoli. Give me some uh, Kettle One. Give me some Grey Goose. Yeah. Give me some Kirkland. No. Yeah. Stop it. Just stop it. They make little nips. You think they do that? Mm. I don't see it here. A Dorito Locos nip? Yeah. No, nah, you can just do a little swig. You, yeah, they want you to buy the whole $65 bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 That makes sense. Oh. So gross. <laughs> So unbelievably disgusting. Uh, When we come back, somebody please, please, please make Drew Barrymore stop. Please. Uh Uh-oh. Please make her stop. More on her very, very uncomfortable interview with Oprah when we return. It's Oprah. She is so wise. Out of context. Sex, sluts, and ecstasy? That was Oprah. Did she really say that? Out of context. Oh. Um, yeah. I'm not sure about this song. Mm. Oh, I like it. I, I like. Do the you shred- like this one? Yeah. Well, give me some instruments. Give yeah, me some you're right. Guitar yeah. shreds. Yeah. Okay. I like you too. Okay. Okay. It's okay. And I like that he really sings out. Yeah, you're right. It's a little Louis Capaldi, but <laughs> a little bit. It's yeah. a little bit. But, uh, okay. Okay. Jason, this is, a, by the way, Teddy Swims. Teddy Swims would lose control. Bring us back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. You just heard Oprah there. 
Let's do one more of those. It's Oprah. She is so wise. Out of context. Up their butts. That was Oprah. Did oh. she really say that? Out of context. It's Alexis's favorite there. Uh, um, so I bring up Oprah because she's everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. She's everywhere because she's promoting the music. Okay. The Color Purple yes. is a book. Then the book was made into a movie. Then the movie was made into a Broadway musical. And now the Broadway musical is being made into a movie. He got all that? Yes. Uh, Pulitzer Prize winning Alice Walker novel. Yeah. Oprah uh, starred in the original. The dots, you're right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And now she's producing, along with Quincy Jones and Steven Spielberg, the film adaptation of the broad, uh, of the musical adaptation, of the movie adaptation, of the book adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's making the rounds because the movie opens Christmas Day, and uh, she's doing the pub. And she stopped... By the Drew Barrymore show. And I, and I mentioned this a little bit yesterday, but now I saw more of it. Uh, and it's, it's, it's making the rounds. Uh, she stopped by Drew Barrymore. And as Drew Barrymore does now, well, she has since the beginning. Drew likes to put her feet up on the couch and get all up, all up into the business, all up into the face, all up into the. There's no personal space on the Drew Barrymore show. Maybe that's the best way to put it. Drew gets all up into your grill. Yeah. And she was all up on Oprah's grill. And she was caressing her hand. The enti- like through a, a, a lengthy part of the interview, caressing Oprah's hand. And then she was caressing Oprah's leg. And it was so cringe. And when I mentioned it yesterday, I had only seen a little bit of it. And now I've seen more of it. And I just, I can't watch it because here's the problem. I do like Drew. I think she's a little, mm, 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 a little out there sometimes, but I do, I do dig her. We're contemporaries. I've loved her since she was Gertie. Um, I think she's probably a sweetheart, but I can't watch that. You know how uh, it's she, I get secondhand embarrassment. The problem is I can't concentrate on the actual interview all I'm doing is watching Drew caress Madam O, and it takes me out of the moment. Well, do, can you tell as you're because I have I have I, I know she does this with all of her guests, but individually, does Oprah appear to be uncomfortable? Well, are you having she because of your own feelings about that, or can you actually see it in Oprah's face? Like, is she backing body language? She's she not backing, backing off. Up. She's not backing up, but I do know enough about Oprah to know she ain't. She likes to hug, but she's not overly touchy feely. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, oh, Drew, let her hand go. Oh God, let her hand go. Holly, have you seen any of this? Yeah, I've seen it. I would say, you know, Oprah is being professional. My feelings about this are more my own feelings about what I would do in the scenario if Drew Barrymore grabbed my hand and started to caress my arm. And I would be very, very, very uncomfortable. I would be uncomfortable, but you can tell that Oprah is being profesh. And she's okay with it. it, But at the same time, if somebody did that to you on national television, if you pulled away... 
you would risk being the the butthole. Exactly. And so you just, you have to go with it. Yeah, I was just wondering, you know, seeing so many interviews of Oprah, if it was evident. Yeah, I'm not. In this particular, I didn't, I saw part of it, but I, you know, in, in its entirety, I didn't feel like, you're right, she was either playing the game or doesn't mind. Yeah, well, Oprah, I'm not an Oprah body language expert. (laughs) Right, right. No, yeah. But she is definitely holding her space and centering herself in a way where Drew Barrymore's body language is very vulnerable, very touchy-feely, where Oprah is just kind of sitting there. Yeah, She's Mm -hmm. not leaning into it. Right, right. She's not, love lives us where we belong. (laughs) She's not on the wings of love. No. (laughs) Well, and I will say, in fairness, uh, Holly is right. Uh, this is absolutely my own, yeah, my own stuff projected onto Drew and this interview because I, I don't want anyone that close to me. And if I'm trying to do an interview, I just think it's awkward if you're all up in their face. Yeah, I mean, she's all up in there, and then you add the caressing. Well, Oprah was asked Oprah about love it. it. <laughs> well, Oprah, to be fair, yeah, uh, Oprah was asked about it. Oh, what'd she say? On the way to Sherry Shepard's show. So here's the interaction with a very nice reporter from TMZ asking Oprah, because this immediately went viral. And I'm not the only one uncomfortable by this. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. Um, here we go. You are viral, girl, as usual. You know, Drew Barrymore was holding your hand for dear life. And fans want to know, were you uncomfortable at any point? Not a bit. I know that's right. Not a bit. I was actually comforted by the stroking of the really? arm. Really? I went home and told Stephen, you got to stroke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> where is Stedman? Where is Stedman? What's he doing? Oh, he never goes anywhere with her. Yeah. They leave. Always have. Always have. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope he got the memo. Well, yeah. I- I believe her answer there. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, it bothered her one bit. Oh, girl. Oof. And honestly, if she had, she wouldn't answer in that way. No. If it did bother her, she would, you know, might have just. Oh, Oprah more, would never say it. No, she would be professional. Well, she would never yeah. say it, but she wouldn't be that effusive about it if it did bother her. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you like, and it's not just Oprah. Yeah. Like, no, no, she does Drew, this. Drew, yes. she used to lay on the floor. Remember that last oh, season? Oh, yeah. She used to get on her knees and, like, crawl over to her guests. Now, <laughs> I think the production people were like, girl, get off the floor. Yeah, this is not, so a, this now, is not a good angle. No, no, so now they gave her a couch. Yeah. Instead of two separate chairs, they gave Drew a couch. <laughs> so now she crawls over to them <laughs> on the couch. And she just did an interview with Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm not kidding. I think it looked like she was a dental hygienist cleaning Michelle's mouth because she was so close to Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, I think she gets away with it because she's so lovable. She is. And I, I'm i having some fun with this. Uh, I, I, again, to bookend this, I do like Drew. Yeah. I do. I think she's delightful. And go be, you be you. If this is how you want to do it, I'm just telling you my own issues <laughs> that I'm bringing to this. Yeah. I, I, I have, tr- I, I do mean this. I can't, this is where I'm not joking. I do find myself, even if I want to watch an interview, it's Oprah. I love Oprah. Nobody loves Oprah more than I do. I, I want to watch this interview, but I can't. Yeah. Because it makes me so uncomfortable as a viewer. Because all I'm doing is watching her be 
cat's throat, like some sort of Persian cat. Now, they did separate Drew Barrymore from Dolly Parton, and they made them sit in separate chairs. I'm looking through Drew Barrymore's interviews. (laughs) Dolly Dolly Parton is just Uh -uh. like, no, you can get close to me, but don't touch me because she is not touching Dolly Parton. No. Yeah, the request, right? Probably. Mm-hmm. Dolly's like, I don't want to. I don't want anything going on. Oh, <laughs> right, right, Lex. Please. I'm a national treasure. Right, don't touch me. <laughs> no, I can't I'm, get sick. I'm, don't I'm breathe porc- on me. I'm bo- basically a porcelain doll. <laughs> Do not touch me. Right. <laughs> I wonder what Drew Barrymore's producers are like to the guests coming on the show now. Now, are you okay? With, yeah. I mean, you know, are you okay with being touched, hugged, humped, whatever? If Everything. I was a, if I was her producer, that would be I would absolutely be of a question. Yeah. yeah. What's your comfort level? Uh huh. Because you know, Drew doesn't really have many boundaries when it comes to that. No, no. She's gonna touch you. She's gonna kiss you. Are you okay? The, the couch on my talk show ain't big enough. Just go over there. <laughs> no, I am huggy. I'm a huggy person. I really am. But as a viewer, I'm oh boo boo boo. But hey, I'm gonna focus on the positive. Yeah. At least she's not on the floor. <laughs> right. Think, it could be worse. <laughs> I think that drove me a little more crazy when yeah. she would crawl over to the desk or her guests. At least the production people gave her a couch <laughs> that she can now crawl all over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Phil, Phil <sighs> Jones just wrote in and he's absolutely right. I really hope SNL has a, has a, Fun time with this this coming Saturday. Yes, they oh, have to. Please. Who's coasting? Uh, I don't know, but Chloe Fineman does a great Drew Barrymore. She oh does. please! Oh God! Please let 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 Chloe do Drew crawling all over Oprah. I can see it now. Oh, don't they do a no? Oh, they, oh it's they do. Kate McKinnon. Oh, oh, all right. She's please. hosting. Billie Eilish is the musical guest. Oh, and please. those two were fun together. Yeah. Oh, please, oh, SNL. They do a table read on Wednesdays, I believe. Yeah. Or is it the, yeah. Anyway, please, guys, somebody pitch this in the in the pitch room at SNL. Yes. I want to I see Chloe as Drew crawling all over her guests. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. So good. So, so very good. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take, uh, you know, before uh, before we take a break, though, there is so much going on. Remember, yesterday uh, we were at Voyage Healthcare. We want to say thanks to our friends at Voyage. Uh, yeah, they so were much fun. A, a very, very fun. Uh, but the fun's not over, Alex. What do we no. have coming up this week, Jace? Thanks for asking, Lex. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It is the 77th annual Santa Project benefiting Ronald McDonald House Charities. Bring a toy or gift to Hammernicks Flooring Solutions in Hudson, and see Lori and Julia taking place tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, my talk will get those presents to the kids and families of the Ronald McDonald House in time for the holidays. Hammernick's Flooring oh. Solutions in St. Paul and New Hope are also collecting donations for the Santa Project. Want to see a full list of uh, places, broadcasts? Of course you do. MyTalk1071.com. Uh, keyword Santa, dear friends. Keyword Santa. Hey, when we come back, um, you know, we got we got to pay a tribute. Uh, we lost uh, just a great, great, great actor uh, oh, late last soon. night. Too soon. We'll talk about oh. Andre Brower when we come back. Back in a moment. Okay. I have another reason to run to Red. Red Rabbit. And Alexis is going to love this one. 
Red Rabbit is right in the middle, smack dab in the middle of their 12 cocktails of Christmas. Specially made cocktails that are brand new throughout the season. And today, this is where Alexis is going to love it. Today's selection on December 13th, the Smoky Old Fashioned. That's right. Crafted just for the 12 cocktails of Christmas. This is actually an old-fashioned that I love. And I don't like brown liquor, but I love this. Coming up on December 15th, the Grasshopper. December 17th, an Eggo Irish Cream and Coffee, followed by a Negroni on the 19th, a Champagne Cocktail on the 21st, and it ends up on the 23rd with Chef Travis's Eggnog. You've got to take part in the 12 cocktails of Christmas, and sometimes the old ones are available, too. So this weekend, be festive and run to Red Rabbit. Love this Christmas song. I used to it's not. It's so boppity boppity. Yeah. But now, it's, it's, I, I do love it. Oh. Hi, Wham. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thanks for being here, everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful morning. Maybe with a nice cup of coffee. Maybe you're by a fire right now. Maybe the kids are driving you crazy. Mm-hmm. Damn little Susie. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Listen to your parents. Listen to your parents, little Susie. Enjoy your breakfast. Yeah. Have a great day at school. Yeah. And yeah. As kids, can I speak to you real quick? Um, Take it from your old friend, Uncle uh, Uncle Lex, Uncle Holly, and Aunt Jace. Um, you, you may not want that breakfast right now. Oh, Mom, I don't want sausage. Let me tell you, kid, you're ah. going to wish people made you breakfast every morning when you get to be as really? old as the three of us. Um, I bitched and moaned and moaned and bitched uh, that Dar made me eat. My mother made me eat a full breakfast every morning during elementary school. That woman would get up every day and make me sausage. Uh, and eggs and hash browns. And I was such a brat about it. Now I would give a finger, a toe, an elbow. If I had someone just make me breakfast every morning. Yes. So oh, kids. Agreed. Right, Lex? I don't know about giving away body parts, but I, I would, I absolutely okay, think fine. about that. Yes. Yeah. Right, Holly? Oh, I, I, nobody even made me breakfast when I was a kid. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> grow, growing up. I did like my Quaker oatmeal squares, though. That ah. cereal, that was great. Oh, Lord. Little carnation instant breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> or a toaster strudel. Oh, remember okay, those? Yes. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, toaster. Toast. Yeah. The, then that, that little packet of icing, it. Holly. Oh. Yes. Where the outside would be crispy, crispy, hot, but like yep. a pizza roll, it would just stay semi-frozen <laughs> on the inside. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or molten lava, and it would burn your mouth for yeah. school. You know, yeah. pick your poison. That's right. So anyway, what we're uh, trying to tell you, kids, appreciate uh, your parents making your damn breakfast. Enjoy. You Holly. Holly, no, they, she, Holly didn't, no one made her breakfast either. How? Oh. Come on. Nobody anyway. did. No it's one okay. did. We're busy. Uh, Lex, let's pay tribute. I know he was in several shows that you loved. Um, this uh, was shocking. Yes. He's so young. Uh, Andre Brower Andre passed away. Andre Brower. Yes. Yeah. 61 years old. Oh, my goodness. So, oh, gosh, he died on Monday after a brief illness. Now, we're not exactly sure what that is. His publicist called it that. Um, but, yeah, I, I loved him in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He has that deep voice. He could play a really fun charismatic, like, lovable guy, but then he could also be a play a great villain as well. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, his three sons, wife, leaving them behind. Oh, it's just, it was kind of shocking because he was he's so young. And he, um, I guess, yeah, I, I guess that's life. But <laughs> um, he was just a comedic genius. Just de- de- delivery, deadpan delivery, his great booming voice. Um, I know that he was in Homicide, Life on the Street. He played a detective there. Um, also, the FX miniseries Thief. He's won two Emmys for his work, um, and then in a lot of movies too, like Spike Lee's Get Off, Get on, Get on the Bus in Primal Fear, mm-hmm. City of Angels. Maybe you remember from him from some of those Glory. projects. Glory, Denzel's yes, Glory. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he was also. Um, one of his final roles, weird to say, he was in the final season of The Good Wife spinoff, The Good Fight. Oh, I, right. I, I watched him on there because I'm not a, a fan of the, the other procedurals, but uh, I did like him on Brooklyn Nine-Nine because uh, uh, our, our buddy Joel McKinnon Miller is in that show. He paid a lovely tribute, by the oh, way, to, to Andre last night on, on Instagram, but. Um, yeah, I liked him on on the Good Fight. Well, and the way that they he played with Andy Samberg, who is in Brooklyn Nine Nine as well, because he was the captain, just a gay captain, <laughs> and so the police captain. So playing around with that in Brooklyn, you know, that just oh. Anyway, um, yeah, sending love out to friends and family because that sixty one. Wow. Yeah, he uh, Joel McKinnon Miller on Instagram. He posted a. A picture of Andre between takes, sitting, sitting at the like a bar, look like some sort of set, and uh, Joel captioned it: "An actor prepares, sending love to Andre's oh. family and friends, and all of us who had the honor of working with him." Hashtag Brooklyn Nine Nine, and a couple of the cast members and and uh, crew commented on uh, Joel's Instagram there. So wow. Yeah, Brilliant man, too. Said. He was born and raised in Chicago, got a BA from Stanford, and went to Juilliard after. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Versatile Very. with his talents. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that he he went on the record saying, you know what, I'm not the leading guy, but I love all of these roles that I get an opportunity to play. And yeah. if you look at his filmography, you will see, you know, if you're not familiar with Andre Brower from the things that we've been talking about, Homicide Life on the Street or Brooklyn Nine-Nine, he is, was a prolific, that guy, character, actor in Hollywood. Yep. Uh, you know his face, you know his voice. Exactly. You definitely know his voice because he did a lot of voiceover work as well. Yeah. He had a great sense of style too. Holy oh, crap. Yeah. Great sense of style. Just don't, just... Yeah, a great actor. Oh. Uh, lost, lost, a uh, lost another good one. Way too early. Way too early. Sixty-one. 61. Oh, sixty-one. Oh. Uh, um. One more little. I, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about Drew and Oprah. Yeah. Oprah doing the rounds. She did reveal because you know all these interviews are very surface level. You know they, you know on these shows they get four minutes. It's like okay, tell us about how do you feel about Sophia being you know. Yeah, but 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 one little nugget did pop up with Oprah's interview and another producer's interview, and that was when the when the budget for the Color Purple musical movie started to balloon. Yeah, the studio got real nervous and started pressuring Oprah to bring in a big name. They were pressuring them 
to cast either Rihanna or Beyonce because they didn't think, to me, that reads that they didn't think the color purple could stand just on its own quality. They're like, okay, oh God, we gotta, we gotta make this more appealing. Bring in Beyonce. And Oprah's like, Oprah had the best response. She's like, we love Beyonce. We love Rihanna. But there are other people that can do this role, these roles. And I think Oprah was absolutely right. Because that just seems, not that Beyonce and Rihanna wouldn't be great, but that just seems like a cheap ploy. Oh, oh, we better bring in Beyonce. Or this, no one's going to go see this movie. No, if you put out a good product, people will come. And this is a good product. This is the color purple. Yeah, and there are uh, Taraji P. Henson in this movie. Fantasia is in this movie. Even Halle Berry is in this movie. She's not maybe necessarily doing the rounds and the press and the red carpet and all that stuff for it, but she's there too. John Batiste. Yeah, big names. Yeah, big names. I think also for both of Beyonce and Rihanna, we, we always think about them the person in the yep. role it might take away too. I'm glad Oprah and the producers stuck to their guns. I personally can't wait to see it. The color purple yeah. opens on Christmas. When we come back, something is taking over the Great Lakes. It's not fungi or algae. Holly will tell you.